Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome into the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am joined in person today, in person, with James. He is right here to my right. James is in Cookville? I'm in Cookville. He is. Yeah, he's here. What? Yeah, in person. And also, as if you, if you cannot tell, Matthew sucks. We have activated him um, from IR, and we have <laughs> put him in the starting lineup for this show. And uh, sure. Suggs, welcome, welcome back. Yeah, man, glad to be back. It's been a minute. Suggs is on uh, his laptop, so he is not in person with us. Um, but we are glad that he is he is here. So, guys, I don't know if we're going to do a podcast next week. Hopefully, we will. We might surprise you, but. We have to discuss really quick. Thanksgiving is coming up, and we do it every year, but what is your number one? Everybody needs to be reminded of this. What is your number one Thanksgiving dish? James, you go first. Uh, I fry a delicious turkey. Oh, you do. I'm going with it. Yes, you do. Yeah. James does fry a delicious turkey. Suggs? Um, I'm going to go with my Meemaw makes a mad sausage casserole. Anything with Nemo at the nice. start of it is good. Yep. Yep. Very and nice. her sweet and her sweet potato casserole is a close second for sure. Yes. Um yours is pineapple. Yeah. I'm gonna surprise you though. Oh. I haven't it is it is that. And like that has to be there. But this year I've taken a liking to um stuffing and cranberry sauce. Mm. And so there is a sandwich at the Earl of Sandwich, if you have ever eaten there, and it's called The Holiday. And it tastes just like Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. so I, uh, I'm i going to try to make just a, just a, a something that resembles that sandwich today at, or next week at Thanksgiving. So that's going to be my pick. Um, so anyways, next week, not sure, but uh, maybe we'll have a podcast for you guys. Suggs, uh, how did your matchup go this past week? Uh, in week good, 10. Man. I, I was uh, up against Jake last week. Yeah. And it was close. It was a Monday night football win. So uh, it came down to the last minute. I see well, you I'm won. checking to make sure there wasn't a stat correction. Okay, no, 182 to 179. You were close, too, because I was no watching your matchup at the same time. Yeah, I would like to discuss that. Uh, there was no stat correction for us, and – we lost by 0. .20, and we lost by two, less than two points to the median score. So a little bit more salt in the wound there. So yeah. uh, we um, lost on the very last play. Russell Wilson took a sack, and we lost. Mm. It's just unbel- the ending of that game was insane. By the way, that I don't know if y'all remember the Monday Night Football game, but it was it was crazy. Um, they had no so, business winning it, but they did. So so we won by three. And the way we won the game was uh, IDP tackles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tackle after tackle after tackle. And we kept climbing higher and higher and higher. Um, And we won the week. So, so yeah, we're two weeks in a row. I feel, I feel, I feel confident that we have pulled ourselves out of ice bucket contention. What if you get to that eighth spot and then you lose that eighth spot? Because hey, that's a that's a likely scenario this year. Yeah, if you've been looking at this median score situation, uh, that that is a likely scenario that Jordan Iwanazin could creep into the playoffs. Yeah, I see that he is down there with sixteen thirty six. 
So, I mean, he is one loss away from the ice bucket. So consider this. Jordan Awanazin is sitting at the ice bucket spot, but his points four take him into the playoffs. What happens? Wow. I think to move the draft along, we let him get the playoffs and not take another ice bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's an interesting scenario. So, uh, yeah. Um, James, do you want to comment at all um, on your performance for the Almond Brothers after the, the big talk? from pace and um yeah i'll just i'll pass it to you yeah i'll just say we were next um we (laughs) had a couple great weeks going into that one and uh our team forgot to show up um we i don't know i guess we thought cj stroud was gonna miraculously score 50 points again i mean he did well but the rest of our team just did not come through so i uh am a very humble man i will speak a lot and give a lot of flack, but I'll eat my crow as well. So I guess that's my new favorite Thanksgiving fried crow. Yes. Um, so let's let's go ahead and move on to week 11. We are in week 11. And we actually, you know, to start this off, we do have some breaking news here. Uh, <laughs> nice. I don't even need to play the bumper. That was it. Um, did you see Joe Burrow is out for the season with a torn ligament in his thumb? No. Done. He is done. Also, Mark Andrews got hurt in the same game and done for the year. I mean, that was a brutal game for Thursday night football last night. Lamar Jackson was hurt at, you know, one point during the game as well. So, and Odell. Yeah, and Odell. All by the same linebacker. Yeah. So, it was just a, it was a crazy game last night. But, yeah, Joe Burrow is out for the season. That affects Kevin White. And, um, unfortunately, it wasn't last week you know, when he, when he faced us and he started Joe Burrow and he, he threw for 347 yards. So Kevin also has Mark Andrews. Does he really? Yep. Just throwing that out there. Wow. Yep. Goodness gracious. So he loses Joe Burrow and Mark Andrews. Now he does have Jared Goff, which is a pretty good backup. Yeah. Down and he was already starting him this week. He so. has Jawan Johnson as his tight end. I'd be curious why to why as to Kevin did not start Joe Burrow last night. So that was a pretty pretty big move for him this week to uh, start Jared Goff. So to avoid that. Um, but anyways, looking on to this week, guys, week eleven. Um, this Saturday is the trade deadline. So if you want to make any trades, uh, you got to make it before Saturday. And I have just a couple stats for you guys. Um, let's see here, twenty four. Uh, so we've had 37 trades in the last three years. Out of the 37 trades, only one has not involved H&F Industries or Kemp's crew. <laughs> <laughs> and it just happens to be back in 2021, the Almond Brothers sent Alex Collins to... Strong side for Nicole Hardman. No that way. was the last time there was not a trade involving H&F Industries or Kim's crew. That was a deep dive, man. Well done on yeah. that stat. Yeah. So in 2023, so far this year, we've had 13 trades. But it seems like our average is right about that. So 2022, we had 12. 2021, we had 12. And I think in 2020, we had about the same amount. But um, in the past three years, 37 trades. 
one did not involve us. So do you guys think uh, somebody's going to surprise us before Saturday? No, no chance. <laughs> the trend is saying not. No. Uh, so I hey, got two comments. Matt, you want to make a trade? <laughs> <laughs> you just want to make a rando trade just to yeah, break yeah, the yeah, Somebody we'll needs be, to. We'll be two out there. Yeah, let's, let's make it happen. Somebody. That's about as close as mine and Jake's trade was last week to a random trade for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake went on a t- – yeah, let's talk a- – Hey, I have two comments to make. Yeah, go ahead. First of all, H&F Industries has made 78 moves this year. Wow. Look at those guys. Kemp's crew, which is now named Pastronauts Crew. Pastronauts. Oh, Pastronauts. Pastronauts. Pastronaut. I don't know what that means. That's the Josh Dobbs' new nickname, the Pastronaut. <laughs> okay. Is that real? Dobbs, man, he's looking good. My voice just cracked. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's made 54 moves. And I, this is an observation, and Jake can come on, and he can he can blow this observation up. I feel like Jake Standiford potentially traded away a championship team. Whoa. Whoa. I feel like his team was better before – he went on a tear of trades after he had – a 227-point week and a 192-point week. Yeah. And a 200-point week. And then he starts making trades. Yeah. Then week, week four, he has 152 points. So you think he traded himself out of the, the top I think he spot. traded himself out of the top spot. Wow. Now, Jake and, Jake and Sam wrong. Obviously, you guys love to make the moves. Yes. Um, and I, I have another question. What is up with the constant adding and dropping of players on the weekends? <laughs> is this to get guys into the waiver spot so that nobody can pick them up? I, what do you, I don't understand. Are you like asking me? Is that what it does? I'm, what? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm asking the people that make 78 moves. It's a <laughs> They'll be the call of the week next week. When guys hit the free agent, market after the waivers and yeah. you pick them up and then you drop them they go back into waivers they're not available right am i am i wrong about that i i don't even understand i don't have any kind of agenda i don't i don't know so those are I'm not being accusatory by the part of H&A. Yeah, i don't know I feel, like, I feel like i just turned the heat up i'm not being accusatory no I'm yeah I, I know i just don't even know a, i don't is I that truly... a strategy that people take to yeah. pick up and drop players and throw them back onto the waiver wire so that other players can't pick them up in need. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, sense. that is definitely not the case at all. But it's a great plan. But that is a great plan. And uh, but I'm but, glad I threw that out there for somebody Yeah, but else. that <laughs> – Jake just made 10 more trades. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not what uh, – not what we are doing at least. So I couldn't even tell you honestly. Well, with with my fifteen moves I've made this year, you know, and with uh, the Almond Brothers four moves, I'm sure that's their strategy. Yes, hey, we like we four like moves. Stick with what we draft. Total. Fab, by the way, our highest Fab remaining is the East Coast Wombats in ninety with ninety seven dollars. So they're just living life off of their draft right now. They're not well, making any moves. They are the superior Wombat by far right now. Right now, yeah. Um, so we had a bunch of trades this past week. Um. Is there any that really stuck out to you, Suggs? I know, like, you traded away Dalvin Cook uh, for a cornerback from Washington. Jake's been begging me for Dalvin Cook all year, and I've I've been hanging on to him and hanging on to him, but he's terrible. 
Was it like one of those things where you're like, hey, I want to play too. I want to be part of this. No, it's, no, it's one of those things where I was about to have to pick up a free agent defensive player and I was yeah. going to have to drop Dalvin Cook to do it. Yeah. So I just went ahead and made the trade. We made a big trade. We traded away Tony Pollard and uh, got back Bijan basically and a bunch of other players involved. We'll see how that shakes out. The only bad thing about that is we have to eat Bijan's bye this week. I'm not too thrilled about that, but I mean, Pollard, yeah. Pollard's got a great matchup this week. It is what it is. We're going to give it a shot. I'm done with Pollard. I hear Bijan's really good if you spread it on a sandwich. Ooh. Or is that Dijon? <laughs> I like that, Bijan. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had some other moves for some IDPs and stuff like that this week. Jake has been busy. Uh, Jake approached us for all the trades. As I'm sure he approached everybody for the trades. And Jake has been making some moves um, this this past week. Um, so do, do y'all just get bored and go swapsies on your team? I like it. Yeah. Anytime you want to trade. I mean, he just like brought it up and we went back and forth a few times, finally came up with something and boom, done. Uh, I will say, you know, I'm a big fan of H and F big, big supporters. They've helped us out throughout the years and some trades, but, uh, it was really suspicious to me that we played Kemp's crew and Tyreek Hill and then turned around and played H and F industries with <laughs> Tyreek Hill. And it was um I didn't enjoy that. Did we much. did we win? Because we've been yes. losing. Yes, you did. Oh, okay. That, Tathan, our, that must have been our last Hill win. So went off that must have been four weeks ago. Then. Yeah. The Hill brothers took care of us. All right. All right, let's move on. Um and Suggs, do you want to go over? I know that you have a stat really quick before we we go uh, around the league. But yeah, so go ahead, do yeah, your stat. Yeah, so uh, in anticipation of potentially being the call of the week, which I don't know if I've ever officially been the call of the week. Let me just hit the call of the week because you're just basically on, but let's make it official that you're the call of the week. It's time for the call of the week. All right, we are joined by Matt Suggs of Strongside. Matt, thanks for joining hey, thanks us. Thanks for having me. Hey, I, uh, I heard that you had a stat that you wanted to start off the call of the week with. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so um, hey, longtime listener, and um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, every week you guys ask, what you think about median score. Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting to to look up what our rankings would be if we did not have median score. Wow. Okay. So I so this, have, these are the standings if we had no median score right now. The, stand, the standings if we did not have median score. So in first okay. place, you can guess who would be in first place, and that would be Big Orange uh, Bullies. Big orange, big orange Bullies who are having an uh Almond Brothers esque type of year an o-train-esque type of year this year we'll see how they fare in the playoffs after that uh the number two team in the league if we did not have median scoring would be h&f industries oh wow and number three would be the almond brothers so you all would flip number four would be donut stop believing who are currently in the eighth Whoa. how about that currently in eighth place donut stop believing Fifth place team would be East Coast Wombats. The sixth place team would be Pace in Your Face, who are currently in sixth. Wow. Seventh place would be Golden Eagle Football Club, who are currently in seventh. Eighth place would be Strong Side, which we are in ninth right now. Okay. Ninth would be Greg Co. Tenth place would be Kemp's Crew. Whoa. Who is in fifth place currently? If I have if I have that correct, Kemp's Crew would have have would have four wins on the season. Man. Um, now, Jake will probably do math and call up next week and be like, you're way wrong. But I think I'm right. 
Eleventh uh, place would be Isaiah forty thirty one. Twelfth place would be Tecmo Power Runners. Thirteenth place would be Your Worst Nightmare, who are currently in eleventh. And fourteenth place would be WCW with two wins on the season. Wow, that is very interesting. Yeah, those jumps from uh, Donut Stop Believing to fourth, and then Kemp screw down to. 10th that's crazy that is yeah we need to call rich and tell him right now i bet he's not a fan of the median score right now (laughs) yes yeah no doubt so what is your takeaway so far this year are you a fan of all of the changes so far um yeah yeah i've enjoyed it i've it's definitely made the weekends more interesting unless you're on one of those kind of i know i'm washed already type days um I've enjoyed kind of watching us creep up to try to get the median score to try to catch it. What's your thoughts on us uh, having a free agent as a keeper next year for like a 15th round pick? Oh, I'm digging it. I like it. I've had to think through moves this year in consideration of whether I'm going to keep them or not next year. Yeah. So Bryce Young, I would have already dropped, right? Yep but I'm hanging on to him in consideration of maybe he turns a corner, maybe he's a good keeper. Um, so I think it, I think it, you have to really force yourself to think through that. I do like their, what is it? The first three rounds are, are off limits. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. It, it keeps the draft at the top end. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I'll be curious. I think there'll be some like IDPs, like really strong IDPs that people may keep. That they grabbed low and I've been thinking this. This this you will not see next year where the IDPs go as late as they did this year. So this year was the latest they went, which I think was like the seventh round or something. Next year, I think there's going to be more priority on IDPs because the teams that have done that have done very well, you know, this year. So um I think you will not see them drop to the seventh round to start the run on IDPs. What do you think on that? Oh, yeah, I think I've been in this league for like 72 years, and maybe I'm finally starting to understand IDPs. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with that. If you if you don't have IDPs that are pulling double-digit numbers, you're, you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, all right, let's take a trip around the league really quick, and we're going to go over the all-pro team fab, and then we have our podcast poll. So let's, let's knock that out real quick. <laughs> All right. Top quarterback this week was Dak Prescott for big orange bullies who had 45.90 points. Um, Right behind him was Justin Herbert. Your top wide receiver was Keenan Allen for us, 40.50. CeeDee Lamb, 39.50. And Brandon Cooks, who had 32.30 out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure he wasn't in a game. No, really? Yep. And then uh, your top running back was Brian Robinson, for real, for your mm. worst nightmare. That's great. Love that. 27.70. Jamar Gibbs for Tecmo Power Runners had 26.2. So that was great for Brian Robinson. Please don't tell me that's his highest point total of the year. Easily. Oh, no. Week two, he had 28. Okay. I don't feel too terribly bad. I still feel bad. All right. TJ Hawkinson, Big Orange Bullies, 30.40 points followed by Trey McBride. Your top kicker is Jason Myers, 22.90. Your top defense was San Francisco for the Almond Brothers, 25 points. James, congratulations. 
Your top IDPs, Kyle Hamilton, East Coast Wombats, 23 points. Roquan Smith, strong side, 22.75. Sheldon Rankins of Houston, defensive lineman, 20.25. And your top DBs, besides Kyle Hamilton, were Cam Taylor-Britt of Cincinnati, your worst nightmare. That's fantastic, 17.25. And Derwin James of H&F Industries, 15.75. Bringing our median score this past week, which was 173.2, which is High. pretty up there pretty up there so uh fab this week we we had uh we had some fab but there were no fab offers did you guys see that did y'all make any offers not here sugs any i had a few there? i had a few and then i pulled them off the table i'm trying to even look it up i don't even see them i don't even see the fab offers unless yeah all i know is that the fab the fab this past week, um, nobody else bid against anybody. So if you bid on fab this week, nobody else was uh, doing a competing bid on that. Moving on to the podcast poll. James, can you give us the bumper for podcast poll? It's time for the podcast poll. Pretty good. Poll, 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 poll. All right. Yeah. Who will you not be drafting this season? James, you be thinking about it. if there's anybody you're not going to be drafting from your team next year. Suggs, you go first. Who are you not drafting next year? Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Jeff Gall sent in Daniel Jones. Cameron Reed said any Ravens running back. Uh, Blake said Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Matt Collins said Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Nick Chubb, Debo Samuel, T. Higgins, Chig, Oakham, Wada. Oaken, whatever, <laughs> Miles Sanders and DeAndre Swift, which then Courtney Norton completely late on a different text later, wrote back the entire team. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, for H&F Industries, it's going to be uh, Tony Pollard, like no part. We don't want any part of him. So, uh, James, do you have anybody? You know, it might be Zach Hurts. Zach Hurts? Yeah. That's, okay. That's I mean, time to move on. You know, find yeah. a new tight end. Find it find not a traditional name that everybody knows. Yes, definitely. Um, so that that was our podcast poll. Um, we are definitely done with with Mr. Pollard and his and his services. I don't I don't even care what else he does. So um guys, let's move on to our picks of the week real quick before we run out of time on our, our call here. Picks of the week. All right, moving on to our league pick. Um, Dredco is really making a move. Had a six and one week, and that's after the guy told us he doesn't even make any changes. Yeah, I call I call bluff. On yeah, that. so he went six and one last week. Dredco is four spots in the lead now, which is pretty big in league pick. Him, he has forty six points. Jake has forty two. Strong side sucks. You got forty two as well. You're in there. Blake forty two. I've got forty one. Then we got Carver, Matt Collins, Reed, uh, Jordan Iwan is in pace. And Cameron and Jeff right there. So uh, I would say to get your picks in, but we're a little late for that at this point. I do have a question. Yeah, go ahead. About Greg. Yeah. So I've done it where you said all of them at the beginning. I want to know his uh, reasoning, (laughs) what he picks, what he picks going. I know. Going into his picking 14 weeks in a row. Yes. Yeah. I I do that. I do that. And it's just. Do you change yours though? Because Greg said he doesn't change uh, I haven't changed it much. I didn't. I didn't change it last week, and I I had a six and one week too. So yeah, what's your what's your? Do you just look at the score and say because like we said, Jake's turned over his team. 
Yeah. Completely. Yeah. H&F so, has had 78 trades. Like, it's nowhere near the same team that it was projected at the beginning of the season. No, that's true. Yeah. I, I would probably have to care a lot more about it to to do more research. But uh, I looked at I look at the predicted score, and then I just think about the history of each team. Mm, wow. Sometimes you're picking on, you know, there's teams you're just not going to pick against very right. often. Yeah. That's All right, let's move. Let's move on to uh, let's move on to our matchups here, and let's go ahead and hit the the big one, Suggs. It's uh, you versus us on H and F Industries. Let's go. You had a pretty good. Li- you had a pretty good night last night, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, decent start, decent start. I saw Baltimore, that you're... Baltimore yeah, gave up a touchdown at the end and took three points away from me. I was pretty disappointed. Good, 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 yeah. good. That's good. Um, I saw that your score was red, and I was kind of excited. Thinking that you your team had underperformed, but I mean the three that you had going last night put up solid stats. So uh, Suggs unfortunately had a had a good night last night on that one. James, who, who's going to win this matchup between us and and Suggs? What's our projection here? Ooh, another close. Well, you know, going off the history, looking at the projected scores here, uh, you know, I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like Matt's had a pretty good couple weeks here. You're kind of slumping. I'm going to go with Matt. Oh, man. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry to do that to you. It's yeah. Tyreek Hill. That's all it is. Yeah. Suggs, what do you think? You think you're going to win? Uh, I'm, I've got a lot of wide receivers that are questionable. So, if they play – and I, you always you, – often you do this weird thing where you leave a slot empty – and give me hope, and then you slide a kicker in there right at the last second, and and get a little more predicted points. But uh, I'm I've picked to get, I picked for myself all year. So, all right, let's move on. We have big orange myself gold. and my son. Let me keep him in there. Ethan. Yeah, we should, yeah we need to have Ethan on. There you go. Hey, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on, we have big orange bullies versus the Almond Brothers, and the big orange bullies are favored to win this one, one fifty eight to one fifty two. Um, Suggs, who do you think is going to win this matchup between uh, Big Orange Bullies and the Almond Brothers? Oh man, that is a that is a big week too. Let's, hey, let's talk about this. You guys are start. Is this for real? Are you starting CJ Stroud moving forward? I, that's or have you just not talked about it yet? With we Blake? haven't talked about. Okay, it yet. I just looked to double check and I saw that. And the, between he and Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts has proven to perform. Yeah, but. CJ, I mean, CJ Stroud has projected one more point than him in the last two weeks. He has put up those numbers, so but that, that's a huge decision. So I may have to give Blake a call on the way back to Nashville. Let's see this last four weeks total, really quick. I'm going to pull up all the. Hey, play- I, I've got to run outside for a second. Okay, can keep this on the podcast. I don't care. It's okay. I'm picking big orange bullies. All right. Okay. Thank you. Right Love back. you. Yeah. Be, take your time. <laughs> Brb. Uh, your last four weeks, your top quarterback is Dak Prescott. For big orange bullies, I mean, bless their yeah. hearts. They're having a hard time over there, big yeah. orange bullies. Uh, Greco with Lamar Jackson. Sam Howell for Donut Stop Believing is number four. Joshua Dobbs for uh, Pastronauts. And let's see here. All right, Jalen Hurts is there. And, and CJ's right behind, right him. behind him. Yeah. Wow. All right. 89 to 92. I just, yeah. Also, CJ's going to be our lock, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. On the season so far, I'm pulling it up. Josh Allen's the number one, then Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Sam Howell again at number four on the season. Oh, he's got the highest – he's got the most passing yards of any quarterback this year. And then C.J. Stroud comes in at number – what is it, seven? Can I count? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So he's yeah. the number seven 
quarterback beating out. I don't. Where is Hertz? Hertz oh, or Hertz, Hertz number two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So big decision. Big decision. Big decision coming down. Be interesting to see. It. Hey, we'd be happy to trade you, uh, Trevor Lawrence. We have a few days left. That might be somebody else. I'm no, I'm done with Trevor Lawrence. So, uh, all right, let's keep going. So, uh, let's see. I just lost my spot. Who you got on your matchup? You're picking you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Going to be close though. It is. I think we can come back this week. Man, number one versus number two. I like it. All right. Moving on. We have donut. Stop believing versus the West coast. Wombats, uh, Donut Stop Believing is projected to win 143 to 132. Recently, it took a little bit of a hit as uh, Pratt did not perform for Rish, underperformed, and West Coast Wombats got 11.20 points from Justin Tucker. Out of a kicker. Out of a kicker. So kind of changed a little bit. It's almost 50-50 right now. Who do you like in this matchup? Uh, You know, after hearing Matt's stats about the mean score, I may have to go with Donut Stop Believing on the straight up there. Donut Stop Believing has not lost in eight weeks. They just can't get that means. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't lost. So, so I mean, I'm going Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, solid choice. Solid choice. Oh, he's back. I thought you might take a little bit longer after that big orange bully pick, but you know. <laughs> Wait, I said Donut Stop Believing has a win. This big orange bully says not lost. Sorry, I'm losing it over here. All right, East Coast Wombats versus Your Worst Nightmare. Uh, we already touched on Kevin's team with the injuries. Um, before is right now it is a current 51 percent 49 percent matchup with the east coast wombats barely projected to win um, kevin losing uh, mark andrews last night really took a hit on his team's total but uh who do you like on this matchup james i'm gonna go east coast with the joe burrow and mark andrews out for kevin Suggs, you got anyone on this one well he's also got minka fitzpatrick with the big O on his too. So uh yeah, I'm gonna go East Coast Wombats. They're they're having a good year. Um all right, let's move on to Pasternot's crew versus the Golden Eagle Football Club. And let's see here. Golden Eagle Football Club is actually projected to win this one 161 to 155. Neither guy, neither team had anybody going last night in the game. Uh, Suggs, who do you like in this matchup between Cameron and Jake? I am going to go with Cameron. All right. Don't ask me why. <laughs> got a feeling. What do you got on this one, James, between Jake and Cam? Um, we I got heard, Dobbs going. Remember, yeah, Dobbs has been on fire. He also took Pollard. So, uh, for yeah. your, words, your words of advice on him, I, I think I may be leaning towards Matt's assumption that Jake may have traded away his team. I'm going Cameron. Listen, I like Jake's team. I see what he's doing. He's trying to beef up his IDPs here. Yeah. Um, if Tony Pollard can produce this week, then uh, I'd like to kick him in the shin for one. And then, uh, anyways, he's got Puka. There's yeah. no way you can criticize Jake's team. You have made 71 trades with him this year. I know. I was. I mean, I'm kind of complimenting our own team. I mean, Monte Brown, yeah. Pakua, <laughs> Nakua, uh, Brees Hall, <laughs> Tony Pollard. I mean, his yeah. starting lineup is our team. From earlier. So I'm going with Jake. I think Jake's going to win. That's a great looking lineup over there. So, <laughs> I, yeah, it's a great looking team. All right. Uh, Greco versus the Tecmo Power Runners. Um, Greco is the 62% favorite to win right now. 
He had Lamar Jackson going last night, who scored 28.60 points. Tecmo took a hit with Jamar Chase and the whole ordeal with uh, Burrow getting hurt. Joe Mixon showed up, though. He scored 21 points for them. Um, but they are still the underdogs on this matchup between them and Greg. James, I'll go to you first on this one. Who do you like between Gregco and Tecmo Power Runners? They're both pretty healthy, so I may just stick with the numbers here and go with Gregco. All right. And I, I can't get past the quarterback to make a trade to get Jordan Love, who's been remarkably mediocre this year, and that be your starting quarterback. I don't I don't feel good about that. So yeah, who do they give up for that? Uh, IDP Quincy, I yep. think. IDP. Yep. Who's one of the top IDPs, by the way. Um, and so yeah. All right, moving on. We have Isaiah 40 31 versus Pace in your face. And we have pretty much a 50-50. Uh, matchup here Jordan had a kicker going last night who scored 9.60 points pace did not have anybody going he gets Justin Fields back this week Matt who do you like in this matchup I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with pace I'm gonna right. go with uh, also go with getting pace. Trey McBride you know get, getting Kyler Murray back is big for him um, who had uh, almost his best game of the year uh, a couple weeks ago, he had 26 points, but he caught eight of nine targets for 131 yards with Kyler Murray back. So things are looking up for Pace in your face, who is qu- on quite the roll. James, who do you have? I'm not going against Pace. I doubted him last <laughs> you week. Learned, you learned your lesson. He's got the numbers. <laughs> you learned your lesson. He'll put them up. All you're, right. You're next. Yeah. You're next. You're yes. next, Jordan. All right, guys. I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, any last words, Suggs, anything? You got. I've really enjoyed the podcast this year. I had I had grand aspirations to be on it every week, and Zach and I, you and I've gone over the list of all the different things that have happened to me, yeah. which seems like on Thursdays this year. So, um, James, thanks for for being um, as funny as you are. I'm sad I didn't get invited to the party at Zach's house. <laughs> it was very impromptu. It was. Um, it was James, just James on your front porch. Yeah, it pr- pretty much. He was like, actually, I'm coming into town to uh, see my parents really quick. And then I said, we can do Zoom or in person. Next thing I know, he's at the front front door. I let him in and we dusted off the microphones. And here we are. Hey, man, I, I miss I miss the uh, I miss the Fisk Road sitting around the couch. We need to do that. I want to get that throwing footballs at Ross. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. I want to get back, get Ross back. Let him take a few steps back. Everybody gets a few throws. You know, you still have candy dishes. You still have candy dishes at every corner of your living room. Candy dishes? No, probably not anymore with kids. Yeah, boys at every. Yeah, (laughs) that was was a deal too. Like you couldn't you couldn't take two steps without finding a candy dish back in the day. Yeah, no, definitely not now. It would get broken. So. All right, guys, y'all have a good week. Uh, good. Hope you have a good Thanksgiving. If we do not do a podcast next week, we'll be back the week after that. Um, but thanks for joining us, guys. Good luck in week 11. See you. See you. Thanks. See you.